This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Facing Fate, Cthulhu, Episode 4, Glaaki. So you guys start following the, the trail of footprints that Bernie found, and it kind of leads you right back to where you branched off previously to follow the trail you went on. So there's a lesser-used trail that's heading off and the tire track laden main path the road that's headed off to the north heck I don't know uh, tire tracks I mean what if they put her in a car or took her to the the river or well we heard that explosion so we know there's folks up there I don't know, to be honest, I'd sort of rather just walk on what seems like a bit of a road instead of another weird, barely there path through the Creepy disgusting woods. woods. Yeah. Do you notice I things? Mean, the road's through the woods, but it seems more civilized somehow. Things aren't looking right. Yeah. All right, let's pick up the pace. You guys are following the tire tracks as they head down the path. Uh, and as you start to get more towards where the tracks are leading, you start to see like some kind of cabin-esque buildings. There's a few of them. You see a bit of a clearing. You see what appears to be like a dig site. Do we just start looking in all these places? Do we... Does it seem inhabited? Like, are, um, do we see the truck? Like, we saw the the guy driving up here with the dynamite or does it seem you know you can often tell if a place feels you hear activity up there like whatever you think would be the sounds of what's happening at a dig site you know pickaxes and whatever else that's what you hear up ahead of this dig site and as you it starts to kind of go around a corner and as you start to make your way around the corner you see a man standing at what appears to be the entrance to the actual dig site itself, but he doesn't seem to have seen you yet. I mean, it just looks like they're up here blasting, uh, who knows what. And next to him, you see, like, one of those five-bar gates that's blocking the entrance to the dig site. And, like, some fencing around it as well. Maybe we go ask him, see if he's seen some creepy motherfuckers carrying a little girl. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. He kind of turns around. He was looking back towards the dig site. 
He says, oh. Oh, hello. Uh, do you have business here at the dig site? Well, we're, we're looking for my cousin, Jane. I, I'm Eva Evans. And these are my, my, uh, my, my two partners. Oh, oh, yes. The, the girl who got kidnapped, James mentioned, uh, when he came back with some supplies last time that this was happening. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. Uh, hey, you seen anything, uh, odd? Odd? Like, odd, odd like what? Well, just out of the ordinary. I know you're up here, just, you know, was, uh, was that the big bell ringing this morning here? Was that coming from, from up this way? Oh, the dynamite blast. Yeah. Yes, yes, that that was a uh, sorry about that. If we woke you up, I'm oh. very sorry uh. about that. Uh, this is an active dig site, though, yep. and it, it's not super duper safe to just be wandering around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about that. That's OK. Uh, uh, wh- what we're saying is, uh, have you seen any others who might not belong here? Well, no, it's only the members of the. The, the crew here we got james who's you know the one in the truck yeah um dean is here and our dig site foreman carl it's just it's just the four of us james dean and carl and uh what's your, what's your name richard, Hi, richard. sorry bernie I'm always, bernie great to meet always you. bad with the introductions apologies uh so yeah unfortunately we're still doing blasting and i don't think it will be safe for you to to come on in yeah no that's okay yeah we were just up here but we can keep an eye out for please please do yeah sorry it was for jane jane Jane. was the girl and then weird things was the second uh yeah we're not exactly sure we've had a rough uh, fucking few nights here eh uh oh it's Something in the water out here. Just I don't know. Have you been sleeping bad too? Yeah, like what? What, what kind of what kind of sleeps you been having? Just uh, sleepy by Betty by night night dreamies. Yeah, all of that night night dreamies for sure. No, I I keep seeing like twisted trees. I don't. Know, it's just oh fuck. But you know, I've I've been sleeping okay. It's only kind of every now and then where these things are are cropping up for me. Yeah, sorry, Richard. Uh, uh, what was it again you was digging for? We got hired by Lucas Strong. Yeah. To, yeah. Well, he he wanted us to do some surveying in the area and make sure that the reservoir site was um, not contaminated by anything. He just got elected to the water board, and if something like you know, if he picked a bad site and then people got sick, well, that would be the end of his career. So he hired us to come out and survey the land. And blow stuff up, though? Well, yes. I mentioned there's going to be a reservoir, you, you correct? Gotta, yeah, you gotta make you gotta make the reservoir, so you gotta... Yeah. Okay. So you have already surveyed and it is safe? We think so. We're still doing some final testing. We want to dig deep enough to really get into that base layer and find out if there's any toxicity or anything in there. Right. Mind if we check out your um, cabins? I mean, I guess. Um, as I said, we are still actively blasting here on the site. But tell you what, wait here. I'll go talk to Carl and see if there's a blast coming up. And if there's not, then, yeah, we can we can have you come on in. All right. Thank you, Richard. Do we? Are we looking in the right place? There was another way we could have gone, right? Yeah. I feel like... I, I just feel like even if they're up to something... We're not going to get to see it. 
they don't or they're going to do something terrible if i mean if they're the ones doing all this terrible stuff how how are they making into the lion's people have den dreams how are they oh i meant more the the murdering and attacking people oh the dreams are yeah they seem a little busy for kidnappery i don't know maybe we should double back right well, do we? I mean, we sent him to go get Carl, right? Yeah, let's like, let's fuck. wait and see what this Carl guy's all about, and I don't know. You see Richard and another man who is uh, wearing a denim jacket. He's got a flannel shirt underneath, denim pants as well. He's really rocking the Canadian tuxedo. Yeah, he is. And uh, some really sturdy-looking work boots. And Richard kind of gestures over to you guys. And he goes back into the dig site and Carl comes out on his own. He says, he's kind of wiping his hands off and he says, oh, what, what can what can I do for you folks? Uh, we, we just like to look around quick at your site. Um, my my cousin's been taken. Oh, and yeah. James, James mentioned something about that. It's, a, it's bad, bad for business in this area. Well, yeah. Well, that was a bit of an insensitive thing to say. Oh, um, well, I'm I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't mean personally. No, I just fine. meant for the area. Everyone's really tight knit here, so yeah. So when uh-huh. something like this happens, it really disrupts the whole area. Uh, so she has been apparently kidnapped by a secondary kidnapper, and now yeah, twice. Anyway, Mul- multiple kidnappers. Apparently, Kidnapped. can we just check your just your sleeping quarters anywhere that you could maybe stash a person? So you think we kidnapped her? Hold on. No, no oh, hold I think on. they maybe stashed her here. Yeah, we were following some footprints that could have gone a couple ways, and we just want to make sure, we rule out, not saying you did it. Because uh, it kind of felt like you were saying that. Look, Carl. kind of felt like you were saying that my cousin being kidnapped was bad for town business. No, no, see, I thought I explained that. Ah, uh, so misunderstandings all over the place then. Look, Carl, we mean no insensitivities on either side. We just want to take a peek around, just make sure that this is not a place where somebody has stashed a little girl. Yeah, I mean, it's just the four of us here, so no little girls, but you're more than welcome. We have a blast coming up in an hour or so, so that should be more than enough time to come and have a look. Way more than enough time. Yeah, thank you very much for your hospitality. Oh, you're, you're all very, very welcome. So he brings you into the site and you see five kind of huts that are on the site. So the first hut has a little sign on it that says foreman's office. I want to look in there. Okay. So you come up to the first hut and he brings you inside and you see that there's all sorts of like geological survey maps of the woods and the surrounding areas. Uh, There's some laboratory equipment and just looks like a normal geological survey office. Nothing I see about like looking for gold or contaminated water sources. Uh, No, you don't see anything like that, but you're not really having a close look through things because like, why would you be? He's come in to show you that there's no girl here. Okay. He says, well, we have, uh, there's a few more huts. Um, got, uh, let's see, sleeping quarters, got the kitchen and mess hall. Uh, we got the storage. Uh, we got the tool shed as well. So do you come with? We'll just yeah, let's hit just, him as we go. Let's just breeze through. Okay, perfect. Carl, could somebody have snuck in here? 
somehow? Like, is one of you always at that gate, or...? Uh, yeah, I mean, Richard's Richard's job, when he's kind of like the... One of the guys responsible for setting up the blasts. Uh, but when he's not doing that, yeah, he's out at the gate. And uh, when he's not there, uh, James is there. Someone's always at the gate, is what I guess I'm trying to tell you. Um, yeah, I mean, we're doing geological surveys... But yeah, let's uh, let's continue. Go to the, go to the next hut, I guess. I don't know. I've never really had to tour anyone around the site before. This is you know this is all new to me. Put put your best uh, put your best you know auctioneer's voice on. Tell us what's going on here. Just uh, make it exciting. You know, if if you don't do it a lot, you know, maybe make a show of it. I mean, obviously, you've never been to a site like this before. There's not a lot of excitement. Uh, a couple I mean, of there's times. some pretty loud blasts, but other than yeah. that... Yeah. All right. So he takes you to the, the second hut, and it's the sleeping quarters. And you see, yeah, four kind of cots that are laid out. There's kind of minimal possessions around each of the cots. Like, he says, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this is just where we sleep at night when we're not, you know doing blasts at night yeah, and and when when you're sleeping you got a rotation the gate watchers out there or y'all yeah, as as i said someone's mm-hmm. always out there uh even i take shifts early in the morning so right. how you been sleeping i mean not great pretty good most nights but yeah some nights just some weird dreams animals with really big sharp teeth and mm. yellow leaves yeah the couple with those have you have you been having those dreams too? No. Yeah. Right. Uh, he kind of crosses over and takes you over to the third hut, and it's a kitchen and a mess hall, and you see that, you know, it's pretty standard. There's a stove and, you know, some ice boxes to keep things cold and some plates and dishes and that sort of thing. Hey, uh, you, what you storing in the ice box there? I'm not sure, you know, usually James is responsible for the grocery runs in the truck, but... Mind if I take a quick peek? Oh, yeah, by all means, have a look. Been out in the woods for a couple days, could really use a... Sweet baby Jesus, you are my saviors here, and I reach in and I grab some milk. Oh, yeah, I I guess help help yourself? Uh, Just a a small... You got a little thimble or something I could uh, pour... I don't want to take all your stores here, it's... uh, no, help yourself, James. James will make another run later tonight, right. so it's fine. James, James, yeah, thank you, sir. Uh, for kind of just like, yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> Anyway, really, um, uh, really I, likes do that. Do you want to show us there, a different? He? Yeah, he's he really. It's one of his main vices, so it's not so bad. Yeah, could be worse things he, uh, in the grand scheme of things, yeah. but sure. Uh, you know, you, you've seen a certain number of things. The simple things in life, like a nice cold glass of milk, or even a tepid glass of. You know what? Any glass of milk. Is James just... can't hear any more of this milk talk. He's walking out the mess tent and back towards the tool shed. Pleasure, pleasure, James. Uh, I guess that was gross. All right, Carl, lead the way. 
He takes you over to the fourth hut, which is the storage hut. You can see the tool shed as you're heading towards the storage hut, and you can see that the door is open, and it looks like there is, like, geological survey tools and various things like that in there, like crates of dynamite and other stuff like that, too. Carl leads you into the fourth hut, which there's no windows in this hut because it's just a storage hut, and he makes his way inside and says, okay, well, this is the the storage hut, and there's, you know storage rooms on this side and storage room on this side and otherwise we just have you know a bunch of stuff i take a peek in the storage room on the right and i look at the storage room on the left eva you're over at the left storage room yep and rodney you're over at the right storage room yep bernie what are you up to in this situation just chilling with carl yeah, I mean, I feel like we just walked in and then those two went like, yoink, and, and turned each to each side. And, and I'm, yeah, just still in the hallway with Carl. As you throw open the door to the left storage room, Eva, you see a very large humanoid looking, for all intents and purposes, monster. It has spines that are about a foot and a half to two feet long, sticking out all over from its shoulders and back. It's kind of hunched over. It's got horrible claw-like fingers that are very long. And it doesn't seem to have eyes. Like its eyes have rotted away and there's just empty sockets there for you. And it grabs you as you open the door. And behind it, as you're being grabbed, you can see several tied up people. Oh. Now, Rodney, as you throw the door to the other storage room open at pretty much the exact same time, you see this same type of monster, except there's two of them in this storage room. And one of them grabs you. And behind them, you can see more people tied up, one of whom looks like a 16-year-old girl. Ah, shit. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Carl kind of locks eyes with Bernie. Says, well, you did it now. I'm going to sock him right in the face. Rodney, you're up first, and I also need you to roll me a sanity roll because you've seen this horrible monster. You too, Eva. I've seen terrible things. I got 37 on 47. Okay. So you lose one sanity point. Yeah. Ooh, I got 45 on 47. Ooh, you also lose one sanity point. Oh. Uh, Bernie, you haven't really seen these things yet, like a clear look at them because your friends are in the doorway. You see like everything's fine coming out behind them, but you don't know what they've seen. 
Uh, whereas you have, you know, instigated with Carl instead. Yeah. So. Well, Eva screamed, so I knew it was go time. Rodney, you're up first, and you are currently struggling with this giant monster thing. All right, you motherfucker. What do I do to punch? Uh, you need to roll me a brawl, fighting brawl. Oh, that's a 90. Yeah. I was going to say, you must be good I mean, at you're that. you're a boxer. Like... I hope it works. <laughs> I rolled a 94. I mean, that's not great, Russ. Oh, my God. You had one job, which was to be the muscle. Oh, no. One job. So 90, 94 is not like a fumble or anything. Nothing terrible happens to you, but your attack is just like they are holding you out at arm's length and you're, you can't reach them. <laughs> They've got you by That's the head like. and yeah. you're just yeah. swinging and you can't hit anything. Bernie, Bernie, I can't reach him. Toss me my bat. Eva, you're up next. Same situation for you. Like you're being grabbed by this horrible, hideous monster. And I can't get any of my stuff, so I just have to... I just gotta brawl. Yep. Or is there a way to wiggle out of it? Uh, there is a dodge option, but that's more for when you're being, like, shot yeah. at or a knife has been thrown at you. I mean, you can roll me dodge, and we can see what happens, but... But yes, you have been grabbed. Uh, okay, well, I'll just try to fight then. I'm not, like, I'm... I'm, I'm wee. I'm not very big. Um, well, that's a, <laughs> that's a 66 on a 40. Mm. How'd that feel? So similar results for you, kind of just flailing around, not able to to do much of anything, unfortunately. When I see the other people who are tied up, are they conscious? Yes, I will say that they're gagged. They're bound okay. and gagged. But away. Uh, but yes, they are okay. conscious. Okay. Yeah, you see um, an older man, like a, someone in his kind of 50s, and a young boy who is with them. Oh, okay. So I found our hunters. <laughs> uh, and up next is one of the horrible monsters who kind of sidesteps past Rodney being... Hey, hey, you just wait right there. I'm going to be finished with this one in a second. He kind of turns and stares at you, Rodney. Ah, oh, motherfucker. And he points a finger at you. And it doesn't really have, like... A mouth, as you would think of a mouth on a normal human, it's kind of just like been rotted away. But you hear a voice clear as day stop struggling and sit down. And I need you to roll me a power roll. Okay, I got an even 50 okay. on power. Fingers crossed. Here yeah. we go. Not 94. I got a 40. I rolled a 9. Go fuck yourself. And then sit down and stop struggling. You sit down, crisscross applesauce, and, like, mind your own business. That is what you do. Bernie, you've already hit Carl. Then I think I would like to very quickly pull out my knife. It's probably just on my belt. Okay. Uh, <laughs> how is this even possible? <laughs> I, Are we all dead? I rolled a nine. What happened? I rolled a ninety-four. Also, okay. <laughs> so not a fumble, like you didn't drop your knife or anything, but like a real clumsy attempt to take a piece out of the Carl. Carl just reaches over and grabs your wrist and is trying to like bend it back so that you'll drop the knife. So he's also going to roll a fighting brawl roll. Okay. 
Uh, that's a 50. He does not get it. So he's just, you're kind of struggling against one another. The horrible monster thing that was hanging on to Rodney, now that he's been let go, advances over towards Bernie and goes to, like, grab her as well, but we'll tackle that on the next turn. They are slow moving. Next up, the one that was hanging on to Eva, and it's going to do kind of a try to just, like, bear hug you and keep you from, like, getting away from it. Like, trying... Uh, and that's a failure on the attempt to bear hug you there, Eva. Foof! Uh, Rodney, you're up, but you just sit there. Because that's what you do now. You behave yourself. Next up is, I believe it's Eva? I have, uh, well, I'm still struggling with this thing. Or did I wiggle free when it wasn't able to bear hug me? You're still struggling, but you, like, aren't locked down. Like, you're still able to move your arms and do something if you so choose to. So would I be able to possibly uh, reach back and grab my switchblade? Yeah, let's go for that. Okay. Oh, well, that's a 95. Why you guys are killing it? A 95 on a 40. Okay, okay. Up next is the one that cast the spell on Rodney. And it grabs Bernie by the shoulder and says, stop and sit down. And again, we have a head-to-head power roll. Okay. Oh. Uh, It was a 37 for me. I rolled... An 11 on a 60, which is below my lowest threshold. I think that's going to be better than my success. So, yeah, you resist the spell that's been cast on you. But now you've seen this thing because it's grabbed you by the shoulder. And I need you to roll a sanity check. That went less well. So that was a 68 on a 56. Okay. I need you to roll me a D8. That's not a good one. Oh, it was an eight. Great news, guys. My rolls are fantastic. So you are getting a bout of madness. Investigator gains a new mania. Investigator comes to their senses 1d10 hours later. And during this bout of madness, the investigator has been fully indulging in their new mania. You suffer from nosomania which is a delusion of suffering from an imagined disease. And let's uh, let's roll that D10 to see how long you suffer from that for. Oh, 10 hours. Perfect. Oh, my God. So you two are useless to me. So all I can do is indulge in my mania. Yeah, That's like it. you fully believe okay. that whatever this made up disease is that you think you have, like you are fully in it. Okay. Rodney is like bashed up on the side of the head by Carl and slumps over KO'd. Not dead, but just like he basically pistol whipped him. You're out like a light. The one that was struggling with uh, Rodney has fully made his way over to Eva and they've both grabbed you now. Like your arms are pinned to your side. But it's your turn, Eva. What would you like to do? I'd like to kick some people in the crotch. Sure, yeah, let's kick away. What I'd like to do. Fuck. 56 on a 40. Okay. You don't nut anybody. Okay. And 
the one who cast the spell on Rodney just kind of looks over at you and he just like goes over and touches your head and everything goes black for you. I can't, guys, I can't. I don't know where my arms, my arms are gone and I can't do anything in my face and I can't. Guys, I can't. What do we do? I can't. My arms are gone. Now my leg. Where did my leg go? Guys. Guys, where did my leg go? I can't fight the creatures if I don't have any legs. My, They're both... They're gone in my arms and... How do I even... I can't even move. So you guys start to wake up one by one. Bernie, your mania has started to clear. You're beginning to be able to think okay again. Rodney, you wake up pretty groggy. And Eva, you wake up feeling fine. But you're all no. bound and gagged. As you guys start to come to and or just wake up in a great mood, like some people. <laughs> you find that you're very well bound. Like, it's it's very secure. But you are able to get a little bit of, like, a wiggle going. So, Rodney, you're starting to, like, make some headway on getting some room going. Uh, but instead, Bernie, you're able to, like, slip your wrist free from the bonds. And you're able to get out of there pretty easily actually with that role what kind of idiot ties up a mountain climber like I don't know every knot and how to get out of every knot in the world I'm going to pull out their gags and untie them and while surreptitiously touching my limbs to make sure they are where they should be (sighs) thank you well I uh I think we uh I think it was a resounding success. Oh, yeah, that went great. It seems like we have uh, cleared out the rooms and uh, have defeated our captors. Well, uh, silver lining, we did see Jane, so... Yeah, Jane was in vicinity. What's the opposite of a silver lining? Because now we don't see anybody. Rain cloud, we're here alone. There's horrible monsters. And there's... Do we dare go out there? We did not do well. Do we have... I want to check my pockets and stuff for my... for my. Yeah, do I have my weapons? Like... Your guns have all been confiscated. Okay. Damn, my derringer. Uh, you do have a few things. Brass knuckles did make the cut, and each of you has, like, a knife or switchblade or whatever else you had kind of in your pocket. So as you guys are freeing yourselves and getting ready to exit the the hut you exit the hut and you see the other four huts that were there have been burned to the ground nothing remains from the other huts in fact nothing in the dig site really remains at all there's evidence that dynamite has been used in various different locations around the dig site and you see something that you didn't see earlier when you were at the dig site, because, you know, you were hustling from hut to hut and you weren't really looking around. You see a large crater. 
kind of the far side of the dig site. And further past that, you see a lake. But you see this large crater in the kind of far side of the dig site, and you make your way over there, and it is a huge hole in the ground. Like, it goes down deep. The There was a pulley system for like lowering and like raising things up so there was one of those set up earlier that you could see in the kind of you know as you were walking around but it has been blown to smithereens whatever they were doing with this system that they had going on obviously they finished their need for it and have just torched the place you do see multiple sets of footprints both like work boot style and weird alien claw monster foots leading down towards the lake. All right, well, we got to go down to the lake then. Oh, God, are they feeding these people to the lake thing? I mean, there's Uh, definitely something in that lake because we saw the painting and the creature and the lake and... Now, the monsters? Like, what the hell is going on? We could... Hold on. Let's evaluate our options we could follow the footsteps or we could go home. I can't just leave Jane. Jane was seemed like a very nice girl. You saw her? Oh, yeah. Definitely saw her. She was in the room that I got, I don't know. It was like pointed his, pointed his finger at me and then I was just sitting there. It's emasculating. Um, I, 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 I'm going down to the lake. You guys can go home if you no, want to. No, no, no. I just wanted a consensus, just to evaluate the situation before we all walk in. Yeah, I mean, I pull my switchblade. Yeah, Let's go. You get him, sister. You make your way down towards the lake. You see, again, the footprints that you follow down there. And the footprints that you follow down there just lead into the lake. Like, the footprints wholeheartedly do not break stride and go into the lake. Looking further down the shore of the lake, you see bodies that have been tied to poles. And they have giant, like, two-foot metallic spines sticking out of their chests. Now, all of the people that are tied up on these uh, appear to be the rest of the artists from the artist camp. There's five of them. The majority of them are wearing, like, paint-speckled overalls and that sort of thing. All right. We came down to the lake. Our painter friends... Uh huh, and uh, I didn't bring my snorkel gear. What do you want to do? Is there anything else we see out there? A dock, a boat? Um... You don't see anything else out there. Uh, it is nighttime. You guys were asleep slash mania slash just chilling for like ten hours. Um, and you see several of the bodies start to, like, twitch and shudder and start to move themselves from these tall poles. Oh, no. 
purposes. Look, I, I, I want to find Jane as much as anybody else. Uh, but the mm, spike, de- dead spike people are coming back to life here. We can't stay here right now. And they look at you. Ah, fuck. You must join us. Ah, no. And serve our master. They took the rest of them into the lake. There's no saving them now. You must join us. We will live forever serving Glaaki. Glaaki? No, I'm I'm not serving Glaaki. Glaaki. No, I heard you. You want to join Glucky? They start to, like, shamble towards you as they've gotten themselves off these poles. And by the way, you did see the truck parked back by the gate not blowing up. Just an FYI. I think think it's truck time. I think think we have to. Where are we going to help Jane? We don't even see her. We can't go in the lake. There's dead people are walking. If if we're dead, we can't help anybody. Stop fucking talking about it. Run. As you guys run, they're, they're quite slow these things like they're really shambly and kind of shaky on their feet you guys make your way back to the truck and just like in the movies you're looking around for the keys and you drop like the sun visor and there they are of course they were you fire up the truck and you start to drive away the gate is open peel off out of there and as it starts to hit you with the fact of you don't know what the fuck has been going on but you know that all those people you saw did not survive. I need you all to make me a sanity roll. Ooh, 19 on a 46. You're good. You lose one sanity. Two, motherfucker! I mean, I don't even want to charge you a sanity point, but I'm good anyways. You lose one sanity. Yeah. Uh, 72 on a 56. Great. Give me that D6. (laughs) One. Oh, so you lose one. The three of you are shaken to your core as you're driving away from this dig site back towards town, back towards Lucas Strong, and back towards the fact that you were unable to save Jane. What the fuck are we going to do? What, what is it we were looking for? What, what? We have to go back and warn everyone. Warn them. They're not, they're not going to believe us. Well, we can bring a gang out here and try and destroy everything and... Bring a gang out here and try and destroy everything. We have to make them believe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not going to end well. We're going to go back. We're going to say we saw Jane. We're going to say they all died, but we magically got out. I mean... Eva, you probably want to tell your uncle the truth, right? The real truth? He's the one running this show up here. I have a feeling like he already knows. Facing Fate, Cthulhu, Episode 4, Glaaki, starring Amy Moore as Eva Evans. Carla Maxted as Bernadette Bernie Fenske. Russ Moore as Rodney Barnum. And Tom Laird as The Keeper. Editing, production, and sound design by Russ Moore. 
This episode featured music from Epidemic Sound and sound effects from Epidemic Sound, Sound Ideas, and Boom Library. Call of Cthulhu is created by Chaosium Inc. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Jessica Babiak, Mark Hartless, Stevie, Christian Brown, Jacob Madden, Cat Waterflame, Aaron Stevens, Devin Michaels, Eric Houlihan, and Ray Serbeck. To support Facing Fate and get access to bonus releases and early access, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Facing Fate Cast. Facing Fate is a Dumb Dragons production. Thank you for listening. Have a great week, and we'll talk again soon. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Welcome to Beyond the Dark. Sub-level 19 was nothing like the other floors at Machinko. There were no alabaster workbenches, no spotless white carpets. Here, it was dank, dark, and that noise. A humming, throbbing sound like a sickly heartbeat hiding behind the whir of a great machine. A large metal cage loomed out of the darkness, backlit by an iridescent blue monitor, on which a cursor blinked idly. A metal panel slid out of an aperture in the cage near the monitor, and suddenly the cursor came to life. It read, Insert hand here. Beyond the Dark, a sci-fi anthology by Mark R. Healy creator of The Strata. Find it at beyondthedarkpodcast.com or anywhere you listen to podcasts.